What's up, everyone? This is the Next Tape Podcast, episode 22 with Mikhail and Antonika, where we have conversations on different topics. So this is the finale on our Black History Month series. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys haven't listened to it, um, I suggest you. The first one was basically on uh, inventors. The second one was uh, civil right leaders. The third one was uh the deaths that affected uh the black lives matter movement as well as the civil rights movement okay and this is the The fourth one the the fourth fourth one one? no wait the fourth one we did the music black people in music or black people in arts i should say and this is the fifth one yeah the fifth and last one so um hopefully you know, you guys tune in and, you know, enjoy a lot of these um, or enjoy this series. If you guys are, you know, uh, don't like it or basically. Don't say don't like uh, it. I mean, say not, don't like it. Yeah. If you guys want to educate yourselves more on that what too. we've talked about, that's what you should say. Um, then, you know. As he's kind of said in previous episodes, you can either do a Google search or you can go to a library, you can go to a chapters, or even if you have like an audible or something, you can do an audio book, you can do chapters or in States, Barnes and Noble, you can do that. Um, And you can do your research on the topics that we've talked about. Mm -hmm. Research is available. Mm-hmm. And I think we yes. definitely will do something similar like this again next year too. Oh yeah. Um, I think this is something that will be a running theme where we mm-hmm. will do a complete Black History Month type episodes for Black History Month. I think it's important. Yeah, to also bring awareness to this situation too. So like this was a pretty good series. It's a it's a lesson learned for me as well, basically me too. because like me too. Because like uh this is my first time doing a series like this mm-hmm. and you know like yeah i probably kind of like you know you know fumbled or you know uh struggled a little bit here and there with the but it's also a learning curve for me to just try to improve myself to you know uh get better with the the these types of uh episodes yeah i mean there's the so much to to choose from and talk about like we can still do like um, an inventors type episode next mm-hmm. year. We can do a civil rights episode again next year because there's just so much mm-hmm. to choose from with those. We might have to figure out all the other ones, but even the deaths one, we can still do stuff like that again too, because unfortunately there has been many. So, you know, if we, we can do stuff like that again and kind of, you know, talk about more people who deserve to be highlighted absolutely yeah yeah okay so what are we talking about today tanika so today we are going to be talking about the black lives matter movement going forward i'm going to call it blm a little easier but that 
we're going to be talking about kind of where it started, how it started. So there might be some repeats of some of the things we've already talked about, just because those things really pushed it into what it became and what it is. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Okay. And the next thing we're talking about? Okay. Yes. We are going to be talking about this kind of came up in the last couple of weeks. And I thought this episode is a perfect episode for us to talk about it. We are going to be talking about a little, I guess you could call it an article or her thoughts and feelings um, um, that a mayor in Pickering released talking about her views on Black History Month. And really just Black history in general, just history in general. We are going to be yeah. talking about this. Um, I, think a, I think a lot of people here in Ontario, particularly in the Durham region, have heard about this yeah. um, because it was everywhere. Not just like once you sent it to me, I was seeing it everywhere. Um, I am going to be reading the article on the podcast for those who don't know mm-hmm. about it. So you can be just as angered about it as me and McCull are. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's something. I would it say. really is something. Something. That's our mirror. That's actually. That's, that's your my mirror. mirror. That's my mirror. So I, <laughs> I do live in Pickering. So, uh. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. we did the same thing last night after we finished recording a bonus episode, mm-hmm. which you guys will get in March. Um, mm-hmm. And I said the same thing then, too. I'm like, that is your man. That's not mine. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> I, I'm always confused because I thought she lives in, you know, Pickering with me, but she lives in no, Ajax. I live in Ajax. But that's the thing. Ajax and Pickering, it's like, we're connected. It's, it's. Yeah. In Durham, so it is, and the thing too is like, I can get into Pickering in literally five minutes, so it's it's so close. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, let's start the show. Okay, so the Black Lives Matter movement formed in the United States in 2013. So if we can remember, Trayvon Martin died in 2012. The BLM movement seemed to have started right after that happened. So it dedicated to fighting racism and anti-Black violence, especially in the form of police brutality. The name Black Lives Matter signals condemnation of the unjust killings of Black people by police. Black people are far more likely to be killed by police in the United mm-hmm. States than white people. I also, I mean, I know we're talking about Black lives here, but I also want to group in Hispanic as well, are definitely very right. much a part of that as well. Yep. Still, though, Black people, it's more than Hispanics. Um, and the demand that society value the lives of humanity of Black people are much as it values the lives and humanity of white people. So we're basically saying, value us as much as you value white people as well. That's basically what it's... Yeah. 
So BLM activists have held large and influential protests in cities across the United States, as well as internationally. A decentralized grassroots movement, Black Lives Matter, is led by activists and local chapters who organize their own campaigns and programs. The chapters are affiliated with the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation, which is a nonprofit civil rights organization that is active in the United States, Canada, and the United Kingdom. So, not just the States. Mm. Um... So BLM was co-founded in 2013, as I just said, as an online movement using the hashtag Black Lives Matter. So I think we all kind of saw that. Yeah. Um, And it was created by three Black community organizers, all women. I did know this. It's all women who started Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I heard it was uh, all women that created the Mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter. So so their names are... Patrice, I think it's Patrice Sizet, Con Callers, Alicia Garza, who I've actually seen her and doing interviews before, and Opal Tometi, I think is how you say it. They, I mean, they say they formed BLM after George, oh yes, that's right. They formed BLM after George Zimmerman, who we all know already from two weeks ago, murdered, because he did murder. Trayvon Martin. Yeah, he did. He definitely did. Um, oh, check this out. You want to be we were all kind of questioning his background, George Zimmerman. He yeah. is of German and Peruvian descent. So he hmm. is part Hispanic. Interesting. Um, yeah. Um, so after he was acquitted on charges stemming from his fatal shooting of Trayvon Martin. So that's what kicked it off. It was actually him being acquitted, which I totally understand this. Like we talked about the anger. I think a lot of people felt when that happened. Um, I remember it. I remember feeling very angry. So I can imagine that anger, that frustration really fueled this. Um, mm. So that's, I totally get it. Um, so if you want to just a refresher on what happened here, again, we did talk about this in our third episode. Yeah, in our but last I'll episode. Just, yeah, yeah. It was the third episode. So we will yeah. um, just do a quick little refresher here. So you remember. So he, um, he Trayvon Martin, he was an unarmed black teenager in Sanford, Florida, in February 2012. Zimmerman, a neighborhood watch volunteer, had seen him walking in his mm. neighborhood wearing a hoodie and called the police because he thought Trayvon looked suspicious. But then he still confronted him and, well, shot him, as we know. Yeah. Um, and then again, when law enforcement arrived, Zimmerman claimed that he had been assaulted by Martin and fired in self-defense. We go into our thoughts and views on this nonsense in the third episode. If you want to hear that, you can go over there and watch it and listen to the third episode. Um, so I don't know if we talked about this part of it, but I want to bring this up. Zimmerman were made free for weeks. So they never arrested him. I think we did. We did. Did we? 
yeah we did talk about that that but it's okay to refresh the, the people okay um but as the shooting gained national attention demonstrations demanding his prosecution were held in cities across the united states he was finally charged with second degree murder and arrested in april 2012 at his trial more than a year later zimmerman claimed that he had acted in self-defense as we just said citing a controversial florida law known as stand your ground which we did talk about that his acquittal in July 2013 was widely perceived as a miscarriage of justice, 100%, and led to further nationwide protests. So, the BLM movement expanded in 2014 after the police killings of two unarmed men, Eric Garner and Michael Brown. Garner died in Staten Island, New York. Now, if anyone needs a refresher on this one... I remember this one. Mikhail, I don't know if you do, but this is yeah. the one yeah. where you could clearly see the police. Like, I think, were they holding him by the neck? Yeah, I think I saw video clips. There was video this, clips, this, yes. Yeah. Video I clip. remember, I don't know why I remember and why this always sticks out in my mind, but I remember for some reason they were holding him up against a storefront at one point, um, and then they brought him down to the ground. And then that's where they, that's where he was yeah. killed. Yeah. Um, so that's what I remember. And that was in New York. And that was back in 2014. Um, so after a white police officer held him in a prolonged illegal chokehold. So there we go. Which was captured by video, which we just said, um, taken by a, a bystander. And you know what? God. I know the bystander effect is such a real thing and sometimes you don't know what you would do in certain situations but if i'm that bystander put your phone away although thank you for doing it because i think that again just moves us into the direction that we finally got to at least a police officer or multiple police officers in the future being um charged for what they did and not getting just a slap on them the wrist mm. but put that phone down and help him you know what i mean i know they're I mean, police uh, officers I'm, but i'm sorry I'm, police officers shouldn't just i'm not gonna be afraid of a police officer because i will take the i pushed police officer, so i might get charged with police violence or whatever the hell that charge is i'll take that because i would have saved someone's life i don't know i, I don't know so, I think it's for me, I'm that person that's like, you know, someone's being hurt or your child's crying or this and that. Put your phone down and help your child or help that person. Like, I am that person that just thinks that way. Maybe I'm old, but I'm just what I think. I don't know. Maybe that's just me being like, I mean, I'm I, mean say I, don't, I, I don't know what can the person with the phone can do. Most likely the police will tell you to. Uh, get you off your phone down. or you stand down well, or, and that's you the know. thing if a police officer tells you to come off your phone or turn off the phone you don't have to do that they're mm. not it's you're not breaking the law by recording them first of oh. all because they'll record you and mm -hmm. inform you that you're recording all you gotta do and I don't think New York is a state where you have to get permission from the other side I know Florida is but I don't think New York is. 
um you can do one party recording and you don't need permission so you can do what you want do do what you gotta do (sighs) anyway yeah um let me see i I was gonna say something else Mm. uh but the thing is with like you know like bystanders like that Mm. i understand they're they're trying to bring awareness or call the police someone call call the real police to come and deal with the brief i don't know yeah i mean like they're just i'm guessing they're they're just trying to bring awareness to police brutality that's why i said i see both ends of it because on the one hand we wouldn't have that footage but on Mm -hmm. the other hand someone could have saved a life that's what i'm trying to say i'm on this i'm in this weird place um okay so then michael brown which i believe i remember this too Mm-hmm. He was a teenager who was shot and killed by a white police officer in Ferguson, Missouri. Um, I'm trying to remember if this might be, there might be different. There was one case where a little kid, I think he was actually 12, who was shot by police because he was holding a fake gun. But I don't think that was the same oh, one. Yeah. Remember, remember that too? That yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Um, so these deaths, as well as the refusal of prosecutors to bring charges against the officers, led to large protests in the name of Black Lives Matter, which captured national and international attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Black Lives Matter movement thereafter continued to play a prominent role in demonstrations against police brutality and racism. Mm-hmm. Notably, BLM activists protested the deaths of at the hands of police or while in police custody which there are many of those unfortunately um and uh, several other black people which includes sandra bland uh philando castile i know that name freddie gray laquan mcdonald tamir rice walter scott and Alton Sterling. I'm trying to remember if there's one in particular. It might have been Sandra Bland, but it might not have been her. I can't remember. But there is one. In, I can't remember her name. But there's one in particular where she wasn't doing anything wrong. What about Rihanna Taylor? We're not there yet. These are those people who have been in okay. police custody. I do bring that up. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but there was one woman in particular who she was actually very active on, I think it was like YouTube or Facebook or something like that. She had a following and she was minding her business, driving. I don't know where she was going. It was pretty early in the morning. Yeah. Police. Yeah, I, don't, I don't remember that one. Let um, me finish. Let me finish. Police pulled her over, arrested her for what we don't know. And she was recording too for what we don't know. And then for whatever reason, we still don't know. She died while in police custody. Hmm. And no one knows what happened. They obviously claim it was accidental or they sh- we don't know. It's one of those weird mysteries. Um, But it's things like that. It's like, what happened? Hmm. What went down? Like, there's, there's been women who have black women who have been arrested there was another case again sorry guys i don't remember her name either but it was in california she was arrested and 
she was they she was released at like some godforsaken time in the morning like in the middle of the morning like four three four five o'clock in the morning when usually they don't release people and she was found wandering around she died but mm. they fed her like wandering around like the bumfuck areas of california wow and they found her body like, i think like, at the bottom of like a hill or something again another case of police not doing the right thing releasing her at a godforsaken time in the morning they could have held her mm. we could be talking about something completely different but so they didn't do that so like it's just not great because again would they have done that to a white person no probably not right. they probably would have made sure they got home or at least got a cab or uber or something they didn't do that for her absolutely true i i do believe that it, it would have happened differently if if the person was white mm-hmm. so yeah so also we're gonna talk about um the outrage that kind of happened was also really pushed things over the edge with black lives matter um with two other african americans who were also killed through police brutality well actually one of them was not police brutality but the other one was ahmaud aubrey and brianna taylor Mm. so in february 2020 Aubrey, Ahmad Aubrey, this I heard about and this still angers me, was jogging in Glen County in Georgia, mm. so it's south, when two white men, believing he might have committed a series of break-ins, began following him in a truck. The men who had guns confronted him and, sh- and a struggle ensued, which resulted in the fatal shooting of Aubrey. So let me give some context to this because I think we need a little bit of context here. Yeah. The reason they believed he was the one who did it was because there had been break-ins in the area before. So then they see this black boy jogging unarmed and they think he is gonna he's the one that's been robbing everybody and he's going to try and do it again or he's scouting out the area or whatever he had no affiliation with any robberies happening crazy i don't even think he's actually from that area i don't know why he was there but nonetheless if he was from i just remember clearly because i again my knowledge is from when dr phil had this on his show Mm. and we're talking this was years ago because i'd actually I never watched the final season of Dr. Phil. So I, this was a while ago and now the show is done. So it was a long, a long time ago. Um, probably right around the time it happened. So 2020. Mm-hmm. And so my knowledge is limited, but there is a video that the men took of Aubrey jogging. So they were following him and only following him, recruiting him. And he was just jogging. And I think at one point you hear him, I think, off camera being like, why are you guys following me? And off camera, you can hear the gunshots happening. Like, you can't see him, but you can hear the gunshots. 
And it is like, well, what the fuck? First of all, similarly to the whole Trayvon Martin aspect of things, mm-hmm. if you suspect something, call the police. Now, I'll give George Zimmerman one thing. He did call police. He just then decided to still take matters into his own right. hands after that. Hands, yeah. yeah. These guys didn't call the police. They just took matters into their own hands. I'm sorry, but not to hate on everyone in the South, mm-hmm. but this feels very, like, quote-unquote, redneck to me. You people need to stop fucking thinking you are the law and you need to defend yeah the law you're yeah. police officers you are civilians like everyone else if you suspect something call the fucking police if you want to be a pol- if you want to be a police officer go to school let, let all of them but they would never because yeah. not only do you have to go to school you have to pass a psychological test these exactly. fuckers would never pass a psychological test exactly they never would i've seen crazier things happen but maybe you know um so it, it's angering to, to hear the shit um and then uh oh, where am i at okay so the following month in louisville kentucky brianna taylor who was an emergency medical technician mm-hmm. was killed during a botched police raid um at her home um although aubrey and taylor now I should rage about Brianna Taylor as well. Mm. The whole thing about the Brianna Taylor situation was they were, I think it was a drug raid that they were trying to do, or they were, they had, they had a no knock warrant. I know that much. I'm confused. I was always confused by, by this. I'm not, they say it's a botched one, but my understanding was that it had to do with her boyfriend or they thought it had to do with her boyfriend and actually didn't. And I'm not sure about that. But my issue is the no-knock warrant. I did not know that existed until this happened. Why the fuck does that exist? You should never be doing a no-knock warrant and then you're coming in guns blazing. Mm-hmm. And those people, the one thing I'm going to say is people, I don't know if it's the SWAT that got involved or what, they are trained to shoot first and ask questions later. That, so that should that should never happen. Shoot, but that's first. how they're trained. That is how that's, they're trained. Uh, that's the thing. Not even so. Not someone's about shoot first. They're they're trained to be like, you know, point their gun at anybody and everybody, even if they're innocent. That is what they're trained to do. That's crazy to me. And they will ask those questions later, and it's yeah. it is crazy. That is how they are trained. And I think it's not only for safety of others, but safety of themselves. But in this case, you're walking, I wanna I want to understand, you're walking into someone's home at the bum fuck hours of whatever fucking time you guys showed up. And she's sleeping. Mm-hmm. She's fucking sleeping. Exactly. How was she a threat to you? And I don't know where her boyfriend was, if he was sleeping or not sleeping or whatever the hell. I don't think he was, but she's asleep. She had just gone off of work. She was a nurse and she was sleeping. What the f- I don't get it either. But I think they've actually stopped the no-knock warrants because of this. 
You can't fucking do that. And then do it at a godforsaken hour like that when people are sleeping. If you're going to do these no-knock warrants, that's ridiculous to me. And what was the purpose of a no-knock? Why are you going to do a no-knock warrant for drugs? Do a no-knock warrant for a person who's killed somebody. Fine. If you shoot that person, go for it. But don't do it for drugs. Give me a fucking break. I don't understand. So the the three police officers who were, were a part of this operation um, with Breonna Taylor mm. were uh, the names Jonathan Mattenly, um, Brett Hankerson, and Miles Post Grove, I believe. Cosgrove. Those are the three officers. Cosgrove, yeah. There we go. Um, and I don't think they ever got any anything yeah, for yeah, this. I don't. I don't think they got anything, or you know, this to this day. Um, oh no, 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 no! Wait, hold on. Mm. Uh, LMPD fired Hankerson. Okay, that's something. Yeah, they fired him as well. Yeah. Uh, for blindly firing through the cover patios through uh, the door and window of Taylor's apartment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I also, yeah. after we talk about this stuff, I want to bring up something too at the end where I think it's also very important to talk about because it kind of just shows where we've kind of why we've had to kind of do something like this in in times where black people are being ignored in the times where they really need the help so i'm gonna it is true crimey but i do think the part of it for me that i want to highlight is the fact that black people in particular black men are being ignored when they need the help so I do want to kind of bring that up and I want to kind of tie this in with this is why we need it. Right. So um, let's continue. So although Aubrey and Taylor had initially received little media coverage in the wake of Floyd's death, George Floyd, which we've talked about in our third episode as well, they also became the subject of nationwide demonstrations because that is exactly it. Aubrey, I think both Aubrey and and Brianna Taylor died in the same month, if not the same month. Aubrey was January and she was February. And we heard nothing. Hmm. And then we're also dealing with COVID-19 at the time too. That's no excuse. Right. With George Floyd was when those names became known. And the only reason hmm. that happened is because of the BLM movement. We wouldn't have known otherwise. Right. So, yeah. these events swayed American public opinion in favor of the Black Lives Matter movement while drawing wide attention to the problem of entrenched racism in American society. There were calls for greater police accountability. And in 2021, Chauvin, yeah. who is the one who killed George Floyd actively, was the one who killed him was found guilty of murder as we've talked about Mm -hmm. it was a rare rare case of police violence resulting in a conviction and that is very true and that is sad yeah that he is 
the exception and not the rule. Sad. Yeah, it is. It's extremely sad. Yeah. That uh, people like that still able to be free and to do whatever mm-hmm. they and want. guess what? Murder? There is no statute of limitations. These other people that we've talked about could still be charged. So why can't that happen? Especially because, especially with one like the, the one who died in Staten Island, there is video proof of what happened. Mm. You could still bring charges against somebody. Look at the Golden State Killer. My guy was going nutso in, in the 70s. And as soon as they were able to figure out who the fuck he was, mm-hmm. they charged him. And he is now in prison as an old, old man. Hmm. You know, like, it can be done. Yeah. I just don't know why it can't be. So, the mission of Black Lives Matter. The Black Lives Matter movement has many goals. BLM activists seek to draw attention to the many ways in which Black people are treated unfairly in society and the ways in which institutions, laws, and policies help to perpetrate that unfairness. The movement has fought racism through such means as political action, letter-writing campaigns, and nonviolent protests. And I think the reason that's so important to stress that they're non-violent protests is because they have become violent because of the police, not because of the people who are doing the protests. I'm sure there are always that one person who has to ruin it for everybody else. But overall, it's not the people, the civilians doing that. You remember that that protest... uh... I think it was, it was, it was, yeah, George Floyd, right? Uh, when people were just like, you know, well, there are many burning, yeah. Bu- yeah, burning buildings, mm-hmm. etc., mm-hmm. all, all that stuff. And then mm-hmm. the outrage was like, oh, uh, uh, last matter move, movement is destroying, destroying small businesses, uh, mm-hmm. destroying big, big businesses, and destroying people's homes. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not a protest. That's a riot, you know? So, that like, is a riot, though. I will agree with that. Yeah. That is a riot. But I think we have to understand that we've had many riots over the years, and it's usually because something egregious has happened. And in this case, something egregious that the whole world either saw, or if you were listening to podcasts, they you would hear it. Because I have thought about mm-hmm. both of them. It it is egregious and it is anchoring, and I don't, I don't agree with it it's not the way to go but i understand it yeah because especially in the early days of of uh, what happened oh yeah uh i i was angry like black people's been yeah i've been angry for years and you know to be ignored for so many generations so many generations until now when I thought of George Floyd and what happened to him, I thought about the fact, like, my boyfriend looks just like him. Not just like him, but looks like mm. him. Mm. That could have happened to him. Yeah. My brother, that could have happened to him. Now, my brother doesn't 
you look at my brother, you wouldn't automatically, if you're ignorant enough, you wouldn't think my brother's black. But if you are smart enough, you would, you would see it. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah. I think about that. You, I think about that with you too. And it's just like, mm. that kind of shit happens to, and that could have happened to anyone. That's where yeah. the anger comes from. It's the fact that we think about our loved ones who could have been in place of George Floyd. That's why people get angry. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, um, BLM seeks to combat police brutality, the over-policing of minority neighborhoods, and the abuses committed by for-profit jails. That's that that needs work for sure. Its efforts mm-hmm. have included calls for better training for police and greater accountability for police. Um for police conduct. BLM activists have also called for defunding, which we did talk about the police. That is reducing police department budgets and investing the freed up funds in community social services such as mental health, which I did bring up, and conflict resolution programs, which I think is perfect. That's what I actually agree with that. Um, because if we can have people who are trained to handle certain situations to take yeah. that burden off of the police, then fine. I'm for it. Do it. Um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. BLM activists have worked on voter registration and get out the vote campaigns in black communities. In addition, BLM programs have celebrated black artists and writers. So the support for BLM often broke along political affiliation and racial or ethnic lines. Notably, African-Americans and other minorities such as Japanese, Haitian, tennis star Naomi Oscar, 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 whatever, tended to show the most support, while whites showed the least, often less than 50%. The division was even more dramatic between political parties. Few Republicans expressed support for BLM, not surprising, in contrast to the vast majority of Democrats. Critics of BLM made various claims from maintaining that systematic racism does not exist in the United States. You're fucking dumb. That's that's laughable. Cause <laughs> yeah, alleging that BLM encouraged violence against police in response to BLM, opposition groups formed, including Blue Lives Matter. Which supports a lot of enforcement. Yeah, I have issues with that. But I go ahead. I mean, listen. Does I, these things matter? Absolutely. But yes. not in place of or not in a way where it's going to take away from others. Mm. Right? White lives matter formed by white nationalists yeah my god given yeah. political polarization as well as the increased influence of BLM it was perhaps not surprising that the movement was an issue during the 2020 US presidential election 
facing a tough mm-hmm. race. Donald Trump, I will not call him President Donald Trump. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. That guy, the the Oompa Loompa, who was a Republican. Mm-hmm. Was, the man. Oh my god. Was harshly critical of BLM because <laughs> he's a racist, notably citing isolated acts of violence and looting that accompanied some of the demonstrations against racism and police brutality. He also used the protest as a means to promote a law and order platform while appealing to the grievances of some whites. His challenger mm-hmm. and his winner, Democrat Joe Biden, embraced the movement and black voters, of course he did, who were yeah, instrumental in his eventual victory. And we're going to say yeah. it again. All of these Trump supporters... Mm-hmm. Where were you on January 6th? That's all I'm going to say. Wait, <laughs> Seriously, though. Terror- where are you? Terrorizing. Terrorizing. That's what they were doing. And what did Trump do? Or what did Trump say? Nothing. He said fucking nothing. He was against the whole thing, by the way. He was against it? Yeah. That's See? like he was against it. Yeah, oh, acting he like he was. It, but I, he, I don't think he was. Yeah, but he was he was pumping up. I remember he was doing a speech. Yeah. Pumping up the crowd. Exactly. Like, they will never take this. They will never take this from me. They will never take, you know, I, I will win. I'm always a winner. Um, they're losers. Blah, 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 all, all, that, all that stuff. Like, no. No. It, 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 I, I just, I don't understand them as a, just, 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 Take it as an L, man. Take it as an L. Move on, or come back. Well, he he did. No, he, he is, is coming, coming back. back. This, yeah, he is coming back. This, <laughs> but he sounded like a sore loser the whole the whole time that he was like. You but know. that's because he is one. He's always been one. He's always been a sore loser. But like that, the thing is, I feel like Trump should be so careful though, because when you have it, uh, when there is a particular cult. That I'm not going to say on this podcast, but it starts with a Q. If you're people freaking think you're a god of some sort and in that particular mm-hmm. cult, and all you're doing is fueling those people who believe in yeah. it, and it's just not great. A lot of people who rated, the, you know, rated it, rated the White House or the Capitol, who, who all those people, they were part of this cult. So it's just, a lot of them are. It's just not great. Not great. But anyway, yeah. that is it for the Black Lives Matter um, movement. Uh, well, hold on. Mm-hmm. I, I like to ask you a question. Okay. What's the difference between the Black Lives Matter uh, movement versus the Black Lives Matter uh, corporation? Aren't they one and the same? Yeah. They are one and the like, same. It's the one's corporation more social, it's the movement. One's, I mean, one's more social and another one's more corporate. No, no, I like, think you're confused. Yes, mm-hmm. they are a corporate, 
because they have created a a business out of from this to help um where it needs to help but they have created a movement in order to do the things they need to do it's all one thing at the end of the day it's very similar to like the me too movement it's the same idea they have this the company or whatever but they also have this social movement but it's all the one thing it's all the same so there's no difference all right i just wanted to ask you that question yeah i just wanted to ask you that question because there's a lot of people who think that you know black lives matter is a corporation they do not a movement yeah okay yeah yeah you should have you should have saw uh the during the time you know when the riot well the riot happened or the protest happened people were just basically like you know and saying that black lives matter is a corporation uh not a moment so hmm. interesting yeah, yeah. and i do want to say this your, too yeah. before we end off the black lives matter situation as i said before do all lives matter yes they do yeah. they always Maybe, do yeah. but when you're dealing with black people who are not being protected. And this is why I'm going to launch into what I'm going to say here. When you have black people who are not being protected and are being racially profiled, our lives don't matter in those moments. It, mm. You know, they kind of say like my, my, my boyfriend had a fear of I'm a black man. He, he has actively always has that fear of I'm a black man and you know I'm not gonna have the same safeties because of it that, and that is a fear that we should not have to worry about but we do so that is why Black Lives Matter is important now I have said before there are a lot of issues that happen within our own community there's a lot of crime and hate that happens um, among us as well that needs to be figured out that needs to because I have seen that I have I have not witnessed it but it has happened in my own family of black people killing black people that too needs to be figured out but that mm-hmm. does not mean that the the, the brutality that is happening among the police against our people does also not need to be dealt with that needs to be dealt with and I feel that it goes so much deeper than that as well and this is why this is where I'm going to go into it now for those who are true crime fans or know the stories of true crime and everything like that mm-hmm. I'm going to give you two two things to think about we have Jeffrey Dahmer who is a white man, a gay white man. So there's that element as well, too. But there's a gay white man who targeted black gay men, or not even just gay men, but normally targeted black gay men and killed those people because he knew in the back of his mind 
that nothing is going to happen. They do not care about Black people. And you know what? He was fucking right. Because the police didn't do shit. Now, the one example I'm going to give you did not happen to a Black person, but it still happened to a minority, a, a child at that. When you have someone coming at you, not being able to speak, he's bleeding from an area that I'm not going to say, but use your imagination. And the police literally say, it's not our problem. Literally, the police were called to help this child and nothing was done. Here comes Jeffrey Dahmer saying, he's my lover. Now, Jeffrey Dahmer was in his mid to late 20s. This child mm. was, was he 14? He was 14. Yeah, he was 14. He was 14 yeah, years old. Younger. Yeah. He did attack his younger brother too, who was, I think, 12. But he survived. Oh. And then he yeah. randomly found this, this kid. I don't think he knew. He, you know, he knew after, but he, he didn't know that. And he says, he's my lover. We just, we just had a little fight. And the police officers say, okay, deal with that. Cause that's, that's gay shit. So you deal with that. <laughs> and they laugh about it. They were literally recorded laughing about the fact of that's nothing but a gay thing. It's fine. And what happened to them? Nothing. They got a slap on the wrist. Nothing happened to them. And that's the most angering part. Now, surprisingly enough, the man who is the reason that Jeffrey Dahmer was caught was a black man. And he did Mm. run and find police and say, he's trying to kill me. And luckily, they listened to him. So that's great. Even the the black lady was complaining to the... Yes. To, to the police too yeah. they didn't even listen to her they didn't listen to her but that's the, thing. the woman who called I don't know if you're basing it on the Netflix doc but um, the Netflix yeah. um, series but the woman yeah who, it was yes so just to preface that too the woman mm-hmm. that who called the police they actually put two different people into one character I guess this is okay, streamlined things yeah because the neighbor the quote-unquote neighbor was actually not the one who called police she he did have a neighbor who lived beside him who mm-hmm. was a black woman but mm-hmm. she was never the one who called the police the woman who called the police that day okay. yeah the woman who called the police that day was a person who lived across the street from him and she it was her daughter who encountered the the 14 year old and it was a daughter and I think a cousin. And I think one of them, whether the daughter or the cousin, I can't remember, left to go to that woman and say, there is a kid down here who doesn't look so good. And that woman then called the mm. police. But they didn't they didn't listen to her either. It, that's, that's right. Like, <sighs> that kid mm. could be alive right mm. now. Because what did, mm. for those who know, you know what happened to that kid? When he brought him back up the, to his apartment, he injected him with more um, 
drain oh it's drano he, he was putting cleaning solution or something into him he put more into him because he wants to create a zombie for those people who know the story and he killed him <laughs> so that's what happened we don't know what the outcome would have been if he would have because he was already in a zombie-like state we don't know what would have happened but my guy had a drill hole in his head and no one did anything. I, I don't want to get into it because it makes me very angry when I think about he could have been stopped right there and then, but he, he wasn't. But I want to transition to another thing that I just learned about very recently from um, the Morbid podcast. I don't know if anyone is fans of Morbid, but I definitely mm-hmm. am. And Elena just told a story about... um very similar to Jeffrey Dahmer a man named Dominique I can't remember his last name but he lived in Louisiana mm-hmm. and he was targeting black men similar to what Dahmer did too mm-hmm. he was also a man who was struggling with his sexuality um, he was gay but he struggled with that and he targeted black men and boys because again they're not gonna be they're not gonna be on anyone's radar the police wow. literally t- identify these people as living risky lives and it's like most of them didn't some of them were children and they were being ignored and let me tell you something Louisiana is a very racist state it's actually very surprising oh, to yeah. me how they are that racist, yeah. but they are. Like maybe you can get away with that, get away from that, like in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But if you're anywhere else, you're fucking screwed. And that's what happened. And this guy got away with it for years and years and years, until eventually he targeted someone who he could not run from. Who was also, I believe, a black man too. Actually, was he black or white? He might have been white, actually. I think he, I think his final victim was white. And guess what? Of course, because he's white. They, oh, there's something wrong. And that's angering. So that's the other aspect of it too. Police do not think us as victims. Again, even, you know, we've talked about Archelion on this too. R. Kelly was very smart in picking his victims. Mm -hmm. Or for all black women. For the most part. There were others too, but... um, But Nobody cared. No one cared. Nobody cared. You literally have this guy on fucking video. You know, initially. When they initially charged him. And he got away with it. Mm -hmm. I I don't understand that. I don't get it. It's angering. But anyway, those are my thoughts and my feelings on the Black Lives Matter situation and why we need it. Let's move on to this article that we've been talking about. So, for those who, again, don't know, Pickering City Councilor Lisa Robinson is facing backlash after penning an op-ed, that's what we're calling it, that's trying to figure out the right word, op-ed, um, saying she doesn't support the concept of Black History Month. 
saying things like racism isn't solely black and white. So guys, thanks to Mikkel sending this to me, I do have the, the, the op-ed. So I'm going to read it for you. It's a little long, but stick with me. So the op-ed is titled, It is not black and white. So, we are in Miss Black History Month. Celebrations plus more uh, celebrations is all you hear. Politician after politician attempting to get Afro-Canadian vote, hypocritically um, championing, sorry, championing a people's contribution throughout history. I remember in school being taught history, not black history, Hispanic, Euro, Arabic, Southeast, Rim, Oriental, and let's not forget native, while, while and or any other mix of races. But that's a fucking problem, my girl. That problem. We should be learning all kinds. And for her to say we don't learn Native history, that's a fucking lie, because I did. I don't know what the fuck you were. Yeah, we did, too. (sighs) We did. Just just black history wasn't, you know... Go ahead. What I'm going to say here, too, we've talked about genocides. Those are important to learn about, too, and usually is, you know... Look at the biggest one, the Jewish, the, the Holocaust, is one of the biggest genocides and yes they were white people but jewish people tend to be looked at very differently as well so i find that very fucking ignorant of her and again holocaust people did not just include jewish people it included a wide range of people as well japanese being in um, I want to say death camps, but it's not death camps. It's um, oh, it's other, mm-hmm. it's another the other camps too. I can't remember why it's not coming to me right now. But that's another thing too. We've learned about that as well. What the fuck is this girl talking about? I think you need to so, go back to school. Exactly. So in in, this, in the in the Durham newspaper, mm-hmm. she uh, basically was asked questions. Uh, the need for Black History Month. She answered with, "Why in the modern age are we so driven by color?" She says and this another, in the op-ed too. Yeah, yeah. And another quote she says, "Slavery is not a black and white issue." She says that on the op-ed as well. Let's continue reading it. Yeah. So, um, back. Then it was history. Yes, mm. mistakes were made. Noted. The key here is why in this modern age are we so driven by color of skin instead of the human element? Mm. <laughs> I say the human element as we are all people. In the race to equality, it's not the celebration of one race over another in, in itself racist. No, bitch, no. No, it's not. Yeah. We're trying to highlight things because people don't still think about Black history and where Black people have come from. So, yes, especially when 
we don't learn enough in school of Black history, and we should be. Oh yeah, and this, so this, this is, is why. Uh, this is proof right here. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, she's proof. <laughs> she is proof. Um. Uh, and for those not of that race, hypocritical. Now, before anyone goes getting offended, bitch, I'm offended. Take off the offended cap, y'all, and put on the thinking cap. I want to punch her in her face. Someone not long ago of status in the community and of color dare call me right privilege. Because you are. We're going to talk about white privilege in a little bit. Let me continue on with this shit she said. So, if that was not a racist statement, I do not know what is. This same person is to um, to championing equality across the board, but it seems that due to limited intellect, we confuse the meaning of equality with the attempt to denounce in the name of punishing everyone for their psychological insecurity stemming from race. So you're trying to tell me that I have a mental thing going on because I just happen to be black? This, this woman person. Is and can I, can I stress to everybody who doesn't know she is a white woman and has no place to talk about any of this? So yeah, we can take Exactly. Um, yeah. This scares me, she says. Well, you scare me. I am not prejudiced nor discriminatory. I have... Here we go. Ready? Get rich bird, guys. Here we go. Mm-hmm. I have friends of all nationalities. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and as an elected official, I treat oh. everyone equal and without bias. So <laughs> I hate this shit. I hate this shit so much. Yeah, the, the, Just the because you have I friend, I have black yeah. friends. So I'm not yeah. racist. Listen to me. <laughs> and I've I've had this conversation with my boyfriend too, because he's dated white women. He's dated black women. Mm-hmm. He dated all kinds of different women. Now we have me. But we have this exact conversation. And because he was in a pretty crazy abusive relationship at one point with a white woman mm-hmm. before. Because again, like I said, we've been off and on throughout the time I've known him. So it was one of the off points. But we had a conversation and I said to him, I said, listen, just because a white woman is either a friends with black people or is interested in being with black men or is with black men or whatever just because you're sleeping beside a black man at night does not necessarily mean you're not racist just because you're friends with a black person does not mean you're not racist just so means that you happen to be friends or happen to have you know been with a black person or whatever it doesn't change anything. Yeah, I can't stand people who say things like that. Like, oh, makes me so just, angry. Makes me so freaking angry. Um, yeah. So now, back to being called privileged, Jesus. Oh, this is great. How does the color of my skin make me privileged? I've had to work hard for everything I own. I endure economic hardships just like the many reading this. The many of all colors. Okay, let me tell you why. 
ma'am, ma'am. Now, as a woman, you do deal with your own hardships, no matter the color of your skin. So she does have that. But ma'am, the fact that you are a white woman means you have a leg up over someone like me. Yes. And you are given privileges in life that I, as a black woman, will never have. Or if I do have, I have to work 10 times harder than you did to get it. Oh. That has to to do with securing jobs. Do you know how hard it was for me to secure a job? And I do wonder if people look at me and think, well, we don't want to work with you because you're black or whatever. Or, or hold hold on, hold on. Here's another one. Your name. Mm -hmm. Or my name. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I can get the interviews. But then as soon as they see me, it's like, well, then what's going on here? Right. But that's right. My name alone can make me be like, you know, can give me a problem. So, now, in the words of my aunt, my name, if you think about it, sounds like a Japanese dish. So maybe they think I'm Japanese, but I don't know. True story. They probably look at at you and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not Japanese. We thought you were Japanese. Go on. But uh, we may have to rethink think uh, our position into the company with you. <laughs> but that's exactly <laughs> it, though. Like even like okay, like I don't want to go into too much with again. But even like yeah. so, the position that I started off with in, in my company, I was receptionist slash legal assistant. I have always been working with the the lawyer that I have been working with from the beginning, mm-hmm. and when I eventually was able to get off reception, bless baby Jesus, I was replaced by, by somebody else who I am still friends with. I love her half to death. She's amazing. And, mm. but there were times where she would, like, she was able to take time off. There were times that she had to, you know, whatever happened going on. But there was a lot of time taken off in the beginning of her of the job that it was beginning to be like if this were me would I have been given the pass and I remember my boyfriend saying well there's white privilege for you that's different she might be maybe I could have gotten away with it I don't know Um, I won't know because I would never have thought to do that anyways but that that is a thought too like even if it wasn't me if it was someone else in a different company and whatever they wouldn't have been able to get away with that as a black person, but the white person probably yeah. could have. You know? Yeah. Like. That's 100% it's, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's ridiculous. I see shit happening with my own friends too, who, you know, are black and, you know, dealing with different situations and whatever that probably the white person would never deal with. That is, that is a reality. I yeah. wish it wasn't. But it is. And the fact that this woman is so ignorant to that means you are wholly un- unaware of your privilege. And you do have it. Yep. You do have it. <laughs> so let's continue. Um I'm gonna find my spot here. So much t- so much, so much so that my own employer, City Elect, 
unbiasedly with extreme prejudice cut my pay for 90 days for exercising my freedom of speech. What? Like, come on. Over a comment I made in regard for feeling like my counsel was treating me like a modern day slave. Now I feel I was persecuted and punished that my rights and freedoms were violated to the point where I felt discriminated. Then how is that this person dares tell me I am privileged because you are privileged. You are privileged. (laughs) The problem we face is that in society, there's so much hate. That is true. I will give you that. The one thing I want to also say with her pay being cut, what I will say in her defense, if it were a man, they probably wouldn't have had their pay cut. But because she's a woman, that's probably why it happened. So I'll oh, give yeah. you, I'll give yeah, you that. 100%. Yeah, I'll give you that. We we'll probably will, we'll talk about that in, an, in, in a future episode about, yes, yeah, we will. about that, but yeah, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Spoiler alert, next week's episode. So Yeah. <laughs> Um, so much confusion and so many people in positions that they are not fit to hold. For anyone to become upset or insulted over modern day slavery, the words, the words, y'all, just the words, is pure insanity yeah. on their part. A show of their limited intellect, bitch. And there's like a lot, mm-hmm. like a logical scary due to misunderstanding and lack of self-esteem. Oh my god. Now let's leave that for another column. Please don't. The point here is that we are all of all that we that the point is here is that we are all of all colors. She does not write well. Modern day slaves. She's trying to say that we're all modern day slaves. Okay. <laughs> we are led to believe that wow. we have choices. That we have freedom and that we have rights we do have rights but everyone's freedoms are a little different than the others in reality we are all slaves of our demise try not going to work for a month see how that affects your rights and freedoms (laughs) they're fucking dead now back to slavery and color First and foremost, slavery <laughs> shit. Slavery is not a white and black issue. <laughs> but you're right because the <laughs> black people were being, were being forcibly put into slavery, and the white man was not only beating black people into submission, we're also raping white women, black women into submission, fathering children with them. This, this, it's, mm. Don't begin to pretend like you understand what being a slave is. I can't do that because I was never one. But I can understand because I've done my research and I've understand to the point of this is what people endured and you want to this woman would be great for the sequel of get out yes she's perfect 
Yeah. Black six. Yeah. Um, so yeah. today and in, in today modern world, slavery is in the traditional sense is still practice. I'm confused by that. Um, places like Saudi Arabia, some mm-hmm. of the South Pacific countries, and in Africa itself. Oh God. Um, so then, why are we celebrating Black History Month in Canada? So she's basically trying to say, like, places like in Africa should be celebrating Black History, but why here in oh Canada are we celebrating Black History Month? Wow. So okay, basically, we're we're, we're not multi a multicultural country. Okay. No, apparently uh, not. Apparently not. We're all white. We don't have we don't have people here from Africa or from other countries. Just white people. Even people, even people in Caribbean countries have a connection back to Africa. And this bitch is acting like what we don't. I find it funny that she only mentioned places like Saudi Arabia or Africa who have black people in it or traditionally have black people in it who dealt with who dealt with the slave trade but you realize the slave trade took us to other places right she might might as well say Jamaica she she might as well say that but she's she's ignorant she's ignorant and doesn't realize that that African people Jamaica we came from Africa (laughs) or any Caribbean country um, besides like you know Trinidad, Trinidad, Guyana, as Russell Peters has said, y'all got on the wrong boat. But nonetheless, places like that, you know, we all came from Africa. And I feel like this bitch doesn't realize that. She hasn't put that connection and she doesn't, like, oh, really? Like, I feel like she'd say that. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know. Like, That's it. Uh, <laughs> she needed a little more black history in her life. She's yeah. Oh my god. This is this is a case of 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 a person who's just just around her own circle, not being aware but, of. But oh no, wait, wait, look, I'll wait, wait. She has black friends. Remember? I mean, <laughs> okay, all right, all right, okay. Oh my god. Um. So yeah. So what's your final thoughts on? I'm not done. We saw more. We saw more. We're not done yet. We are so hung up on North American history and the historical trafficking of primarily African descent people that we have lost sense of time and period. Back in those days, society was very different. Today, we have come a long way. Even thought slavery is um, is practices across the planet. I don't get that. We do not have other nations' race history in Canada. Like the many that were brought from Latin America. She's an idiot. The like many that were brought from Latin America, the Orient, which I don't even think you could say that anymore. Um are we celebrating in segregation, not only reminding everyone of very dark part in North American history? Wait, I thought it wasn't a part of American history. Wait. Hmm. (laughs) Make up your mind. Also, are we not in the name of equality showcasing prejudice? 
How is this mm-hmm. prejudice? Okay, if this mm-hmm. is so, then why is it that we continue to do it? Could it, a, could it, could it a political, she's horrible, could it be a political attempt to fool people? I say this because if we acknowledge our, our differences between all of the races, is that not prejudice in of itself? She is, someone need to proofread the shit because she's horrible. Why should the government have special programs for some races, mm-hmm. almost excluding others as deeming this programs exclusive to one race? Okay, special black business programs, special black mm-hmm. business loan. Now to add more interest to this intellectual conundrum. Basically, you're going to say black people have all of these privileges. Yep, you know why do we, why should they have it? Because we need it. Because we are not we don't, we don't have the same privileges that others do. Yeah. Very rarely do we have that. And when we do yeah. have those wins, that's great. But. We deserve to have those things. Why not? Yeah, we do. It's it's been um gatekeep away from us for you know perhaps ge- generations. Mm. I would say, or am I wrong about that? <laughs> when we speak of black and white, there are many shades of mm-hmm. white. There are many shades of brown, yellow, red, black, and so on. Mm-hmm. You can't refer to native people as red. And you can't refer to Asian people as a yellow. Is she serious? I don't. Wow. Red. Red. What is what is what is red people? What is red people look like? Are they are they? Uh, we well, call she's red saying, mix. She's saying no, no, no. She's saying native people are. They're referred to as reds, like red skin, which is also something you're not supposed uh, to say. Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. It's crazy. Oh my god. Um. So I as don't well, know how this how this person. Go ahead. I don't know how this person is our mayor. I don't. I, get I it. really don't. don't in your mayor. I don't. As well. In our mayor. There is prejudice within the color spectrum. Then the question remains: How are we truly <laughs> ex- to express our equality when it comes to color differences? Is it beneficial for equality to be demanded by honoring indifferences? What if it was White History Month? This is just like saying, what if we had heterosexual pride or something? It's straight pride month or straight. It's the same idea. Yeah, straight, yeah. Well, no, because history in general never had color. Yes, it did. Just episodes Mm -hmm. of history make... Just episodes of history make references to the many conflicts and joint efforts of all color, Mm -hmm. much like during the World War. Soldiers of all races and color fought for our freedom. Let me take you guys back to when I talked about John Lawrence. That was not always the case. We Mm -hmm. did eventually do better. That wasn't always the case. Mm Mm-hmm. So they sacrifice without thought or deficient based on color. It scares me that in this modern society, we have people that would dare support such deficient of celebrating differences of color. 
I support Afro-Canadian contributions to this great nation. I do not support the Black History Month statement any more than white privilege. She's acting like white people coined that. I think we I technically think, coined that. Yeah. So I, I'm. <laughs> I just think I just heard heard enough from her right now. I'm almost done. Bear with me. Only yeah. have a couple sentences left. Yeah. As both statement lack understanding and the intellect of the meaning of its intent, God made us in His image, an image that is not superficial, but not but one derived from one heart, one love. Did she steal it from Bob Marley? We can't ever be equal as long as we allow color to divide us. She ends this off by using a little quote at the end. Strength does not lie in the absence of fear, but in the courage to face it head on and rise above it. That is there it is, guys. I'm done. My final thoughts is that this is proof that a person like this who's not aware of, you know, Black History Month and is not aware of um, her ignorances too. Yeah. Yeah. She's not aware of her own ignorance. So she needs to get educated. And I still don't know why and how she's my mayor. Sorry, I was about to say our mayor, but <laughs> my, mayor. My, my mayor in Pickering and says this is wild to me. Mm-hmm. So people, this is why we need to bring awareness to a lot of schools that um, black history needs to be a subject in our I'm educational system. I'm not saying it has to be like something that is only one, you know, time. You know how we kind of do like World War One and then we move on to World War Two or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, but it could be sprinkled in from time to time, or you could do civil rights. And that way you can talk about those things. Mm-hmm. There are ways you can do this. But I think yep. it needs to be done. Yep. Yep. 100%. Okay. Yep. All right. I think we're yep. done. Yeah, we're, we're done. <laughs> okay. That was the, the that last topic was, <laughs> I just like, had Angry. enough. Yeah, I had enough of her. I was like. I was like, tell it to you, go cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, please. And she, she's, and then she's like, yeah, I still have some more. We still we have, have some more. You know, I was like, oh. they need to bring awareness <laughs> to it. I, I, I know. That's a point. I know. I know. And I remember, like, when you sent this to me, you literally like, I could feel the defeat in you when you sent <laughs> it to me. Like, it's ridiculous. So, if anyone wants to read this themselves too. It is on, uh, I, I was actually going to say it before I close out of it. Um, hold on. Yeah. Uh, it's six buzz TV on Instagram. Yeah. Or you can check on the Dur- Durham region.ca or you can check on CP24. 
it's all over. And uh, okay. there's, 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 there's a video on YouTube as well. Is people there? are doing, yeah, people, okay. you know, like people are either doing reactions, reactions little, to it. yeah, yeah, little reaction, not, not much, but you know, I just saw three videos that, you know, when I searched it, I was like, oh, there's three videos on it on YouTube. Jeez. So I, I never, yeah, I never seen picker and news being on youtube ever <laughs> so that's so, to this extent yeah this is the first time so you, you, this is i would say this is a uh i wouldn't say a bad experience for us as a region but like a i'm missing a word here <laughs> yeah i can't figure it out but like it's horrendous this uh magnitude that a mayor would say this so okay 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 so this ends episode 22 of the next tape podcast the next tape podcast is available on all streaming platforms um we also have a website called solo.to nest tape podcast where else are we at tanika we're on facebook and instagram at next take podcast and we're on twitter and tiktok at next take pod okay you can also email us uh at mikhail tanika at gmail.com and uh yeah that's about it so we talked about a lot of things on the finale of our Black History Month series. Um, we talked about uh, BML. We also talked about <laughs> yeah. the mayor. Yeah. Yeah. The picker mayor and her Op-ed. unawareness about Black history and other things. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Anything? Anything you want to say, Tanika, before we get out of here? Good luck to you, Mayor Pickering. You will no longer be the Mayor Pickering moving forward. That's it. <laughs> You'll be voted out. Yeah. And also, thank you for the people who support us doing this uh, Black History Month uh, series. Um, it, like I said in the first few minutes of this episode, this was a learning experience and I'll continue to learn, even though I said, I did say it earlier, I did kind of struggled through this episode and Tanika did carry this series in my opinion. Um, Thank you. So like basically she, she carried it. So without her, this wouldn't be a thing. This would have been short <laughs> if it was just only me. So um, yeah, thank, thank you for, uh, you know, um, doing this uh, series with me, uh, Tanika. So um, thank you. Hopefully, I definitely learned things too. Oh well, yeah. Not hopefully do more, but like we will. Most likely, we will do more. We in, will definitely do more in near future. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's basically it. So I am Mikael, and and I'm Tanika, and we are out until next week peace bye